So the clarity question you could ask yourself here is, how can I make tomorrow morning even easier? Welcome to the Incremental Upgrade. I'm your host, Jen Gray, and I know what it's like to feel frustrated when things aren't quite working out the way you had in mind. Luckily, I figured out that big changes come one small win at a time, and mindset makes everything easier. Whether you're creating something new or releasing something that no longer serves you, I can relate. And it's such a good feeling to let it all unfold one inspired action at a time. So that's what I have for you. Something simple you can do for your healthy, happy life today. Well, hello and welcome to the Incremental Upgrade Podcast. Welcome back to my returning friends and a special welcome to first-time listeners. I know that you all have a lot of choices when it comes to podcasts, and I really appreciate that you are tuning in and hanging out for today's episode. I'm your host, Jen Gray, and my incremental upgrade of the day was something super simple, but it was adding hat and gloves to my pile of morning walk clothes that I set out the night before because it is getting cold outside. I live in Arizona and I forget sometimes that it gets so cold here in the morning in the fall because the daytimes are just so nice. And I love looking for these little easy things I can do to make my day easier and make my morning easier, which ties right into today's topic, which is de-stressing mornings and just helping them go as smoothly as possible. Because I love mornings in that they can really be such a peaceful and powerful part of the day, but they can also be really chaotic and stressful if you're just not naturally a morning person or if you're trying to get kids to school on a schedule that maybe just is not aligning with the times that your bodies want to be sleeping. I know that my body naturally wants to get up between about 6 and 6.30, but if I'm going to get to school by 7.35, and also have time to do the things I want to do to set the right tone for my morning and get my daughter ready, I need to get up at five, which just did not come naturally to me. And even though I'm not waking my daughter up until 90 minutes later, that did not come naturally to her either. Because during the first quarter of COVID, which was actually the last quarter of the school year, we were homeschooling, so we had a lot more schedule and sleep flexibility. And before that, I was self-employed. So I also had a lot more flexibility in my morning timeline. And not all of the things that I do before school now, otherwise they just wouldn't get done, not All of those things had to be done before we left the house when I was self-employed. So it was a big adjustment for us to get to the point where we were able to get where we needed to be by 7.30 a.m. And I know that some of you are probably having to leave the house even earlier than that. God bless you. But this tight schedule in the morning actually ended up being a huge blessing in disguise because it made me make time for the things that I knew I wanted to do for myself in the morning. Otherwise, they were not going to happen, right? There was no, oh, well, I can just do my workout after I take her to school, right? Those days were over. And certainly not that there's anything wrong with that either. 
But it also feels pretty great to, by 7 a.m., have gotten up, exercised, taken my little gratitude walk, done my face yoga, had what's becoming an increasingly pleasant time with my daughter before school, be dressed in a nice outfit, and have my hair and makeup done and be ready to start my day, because that was definitely not always the case. Because there was definitely an adjustment period when I started working at the school where getting there by 7.35, 7.40 was just really rough and often would devolve into one or both of us yelling, one or both of us crying. It, it, was, it was terrible. And I would, when that happened, I would just feel upset about it for the whole rest of the day. But we had what I realize now was a major breakthrough recently, thank goodness. And it came not only from applying the incremental upgrade to my own morning, but also in making a point to include my daughter in that process and collaborating with her to have the kind of morning that I knew that we both wanted to have. So in today's episode, I have for you, first of all, some permission or perspective to let your mornings evolve with the season of life that you are in. Your mornings are going to look different than my mornings, and that is totally okay. So we'll also look at how we can reverse engineer our mornings to make time for our own well-being in whatever season of life that we are in, and also a super easy to implement practice that has just been an absolute game changer for my household when it comes to helping our mornings run more smoothly. And then once those mornings are already underway, I have for you something super simple that you can say to your kids or to your partner for that matter. This is something I learned from my husband as we were working on our own conflict resolution skills. But this is something really easy you can say to keep tense moments from escalating, either about mornings or otherwise. And it's just served me so well, and I'm really excited to share it with you because it's also part of a really easy conversation you can have either with your kids or even with yourself, depending on your situation, to collaborate on making the next morning even better. So before we dive into any of the specific practices or conversations, I just want to give you, I guess, the peace of mind that it's okay for your mornings to look a lot different in different stages of your life, right? So our mornings are going to look a lot different when we are single compared to if we have a newborn or if you have one child or two or three or four children, God bless you, right? Your, your morning routine is going to look a lot different. It's going to depend on what phase of your career you're in, and that's okay, But that was a really difficult thing for me to accept when I was a new mom, because for example, I wanted to exercise pretty much first thing in the morning, but if I moved, she was going to wake up. And I was in a state of major resistance around that for a long time, where I felt like I was starting my morning in this state of frustration that I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And I recognize now the reality that what we resist persists. And I wish I'd had that perspective at the time because I think I really could have saved myself a lot of frustration and heartache. And while I did find ways to 
adapt that morning routine so that I had some semblance of what I wanted. I wish I would have allowed myself to just embrace that season of my life and adapt my schedule accordingly. And even when my daughter was a toddler but still not sleeping through the night, Getting up at five was a total no-go. That was something that I was at least able to acknowledge to myself that that's not happening, right? I am not getting enough sleep to support that, and that's okay. You do not need to get up at five o'clock in the morning in order to have a peaceful, productive morning. And I think that was the point where I made peace with that fact a little bit and recognized that if I moved, she was going to wake up and I was not going to get any time for myself before the stay-at-home mom day started. And so what I would often do would be to lay in bed and listen to an uplifting podcast or an uplifting piece of music or something like that so that I could at least have that little bit of stillness in the morning. So make it work for you in whatever phase of life you are in. I am not here to tell you this is the correct morning schedule. The way that I do it is the right way. Your morning is going to look a lot different than mine. My mornings have evolved a lot and I'm sure they will continue to evolve as my career evolves and as my daughter gets older and so on. Which brings me to our first clarity question today, which is what's one thing that you would really enjoy doing in the morning to set the tone for your day and how long do you need to do it? So maybe you would like to have time to exercise. Maybe it's a 10-minute workout. Maybe it's a 30-minute workout. Maybe it's an hour-long walk. There is no right or wrong answer here, though I do find it really wonderful to move my body in the morning. It really helps me wake up. So if I had to make a recommendation for one morning practice, that's what it would be. It would be some sort of movement in the morning, even if it's just stretching, and how much time you spend on that is totally up to you, as long as we have the clarity to know how long we need to do it. So something I found really helpful is to sketch out a little bit of a schedule to figure out, okay, realistically, what time do I need to get up in order to start my workout at this time, finish it at this time, have time to do my face yoga after that before I wake my daughter up, before I transition into the next thing, right? So just taking a second to reverse engineer that morning timeline and taking into account that it takes time to get out of bed and go to the bathroom and brush teeth and get dressed, right? We kind of, I think, tend to overlook those things. So make sure as you're reverse engineering your morning schedule that you're giving yourself the margin for the things that you truly need to do and or the things that you truly want to do. Maybe the thing that you really want to do in the morning that would really help you feel more peaceful and present is to meditate, which is something that I personally find really difficult. But if if that's what works for you, that that's something you want to try, that's great. Maybe what you'd like to do would be to spend some time reading or journaling or just having your cup of coffee in peace. You are allowed to take that time for yourself in the morning and also to have the margin for the other things that you need to do. So as you're reverse engineering your morning, know first of all 
that you do not need to do all of these things. You know, I remember when I read the book Miracle Morning, there were some really great insights in there that I've taken away, but I also felt really overwhelmed because he had six recommended activities in there And that is just, that's too much for me. I feel like I'm starting my morning in a stressful place. So pick the pieces that work for you that you want to prioritize to feel like you're starting the day in a way that you want to start the day. Sketch out a little schedule to make sure that you have time for those things, knowing that it can certainly evolve and adapt over time, right? You might find that, hey, I think I need an extra five minutes here, or sleep needs to be a little more of a priority. So instead of walking for an hour on workday mornings, I'm going to exercise for 20 minutes, right? These things are always allowed to evolve. But one more little tip that I've found really helpful uh, on the morning piece, when it comes time to transition to the next thing to make sure that I'm keeping the trains moving on time is to have a little alarm on my watch when it's time to get in the shower and or wake up my daughter, because it just reminds me that hey, so far so good, but if you want to keep this going in a positive direction, you need to go get in the shower right now. But what's truly helped me the most in de-stressing mornings, and this is the little easy to implement exercise that I mentioned at the top of the episode, is prepping for mornings as much as possible the night before. So I literally add this to my to-do list. I have my morning prep as my final thing on a recurring task every single day to set out the things I know I'm going to need the night before when I am groggy and fumbling through my morning and I've not had my caffeine yet, right? How can I make this easier for myself? So every night I set out a 20 ounce glass of water, another water bottle for my walk, the vitamins and medications that I need to take in a little dish on the counter because otherwise I will forget. I set out my workout clothes the night before and I set out my work clothes the night before. And that has made our mornings go so much more smoothly, especially as I have encouraged my daughter to do the same. If you're in a lunch packing phase of your life, Packing your lunch and having that ready to go the night before makes a huge difference. If the intent is to work out in the morning, it's super helpful to have have the yoga mat out, have the weights out, decide what workout is happening, right? As many decisions and little micro actions as possible the night before to support the thing that you want to do in the morning is just such a game changer and makes mornings go so much more smoothly. So I truly cannot recommend that highly enough. That's what I have as my very last task on my to-do list as a recurring thing that happens every single day. And when I was getting into the habit, I actually set up subtasks on that morning prep list of all the things that I wanted to make sure I had out. So water, vitamins, workout clothes, work clothes, because I just wanted to make sure that I was ready. And I feel like the truly about five minutes that I spend the night before doing that has probably saved me about 15 minutes of fumbling around every morning. So I just, I love that technique and I can't recommend it highly enough. It's also a super easy thing for kids to do and has really helped us on that front as well because I used to feel so much frustration when my daughter would come to me in the morning and say that she couldn't find her uniform outfit or she didn't know where her glasses were, which was also something that I was guilty of. 
or my sweaters in the car. I don't have any clean socks. It it just makes it so much easier if you figure those things out the night before rather than in the morning where it becomes a much more frazzling experience. But if you are having a frazzling experience with kids, something that's really helped me is to try to enlist her cooperation and her collaboration on having more peaceful mornings rather than trying to issue edicts of, well, we're going to do this because this is unacceptable and we're going to try that. Now in the mornings, we have to do that because then it became this me versus her and it just escalated the tensions in the morning that really I was trying to reduce. But by collaborating with her and communicating with her, I feel like we've gotten to a much better place. So the thing that I mentioned at the top of this episode that you can say either to your kids or to your partner in those moments where you feel the tension escalating, which is this isn't you versus me. This is you and me versus the problem which in this particular instance was having these stressful mornings, right? This is not mom versus kid. This is mom and kid versus stressful mornings. And I even asked my daughter, you know, I said, this isn't you versus me. This is you and me versus the problem. If I forget, will you remind me? And if you forget, I'll remind you. And when I say forget, right, that would be somebody starting to get huffy or yelling at at the other person. And then we would kind of debrief in the car. So my teacher brain knew that with anything where we're offering constructive criticism, it works really well to have a glow and a grow, right? So something that's working really well, acknowledging and thanking for that thing, and then pointing out the opportunity to improve. So For example, I would say something like, hey, I noticed that you brushed your teeth this morning without me having to ask. That was really awesome. Thank you for doing that. And then would come the collaborative piece where I tried to make a point to not just make it about a problem she needed to fix, but also to take responsibility myself and recognize that this was a team effort in looking at something I could do and something she could do. So for example, I would say, I think one thing I could do to make our morning easier would be to microwave your soup before we get in the shower so we're not rushing at the last second. What do you think is something you could do? And she had some great ideas. Like for example, she said, well, I could ask you for help the night before if my shoelaces are in a knot which was truly a great idea because that has some that is something that has devolved into tears more than once as we're frantically trying to get her shoelaces untied right at the time that we are trying to be walking out the door but bigger picture than even microwaving the soup or untying the sh- the shoelace knots is knowing that we're in it together and at the beginning the goal was just to get to school on time And as we continue to fine-tune this morning routine together, which is something that we have been working on for months, we're now getting to the point where we actually have time to do something together that we'd like to do in the morning. Like, for example, she can have her little cup of lactate eggnog since it's the fall, and I can have a cup of tea. And even if we only have five minutes to do that in the morning, to have five minutes to sit at the kitchen table together and have a little beverage or a hard-boiled egg and just be together in peace for a few minutes before we start the day is just such a gift. 
And looking back at how far we've come on the getting ready for school routine, I'm just so grateful that we made that effort. So as a quick recap, number one, permission to evolve with the season of life that you are in, that your children are in, that your family is in, that your career is in. This is all subject to change and adjusting is totally part of the journey. So remember, and this is a reminder to myself as much as to you, that what we resist persists. So if there is something about your routine or your life that you cannot change, it is okay to work within the parameters of what is going on for you right now. And within those parameters, you also have permission to do something for yourself to spend time doing something peaceful that you enjoy doing in the morning, whether that's exercising, meditating, journaling, listening to music, having your coffee in peace, whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's one of those things, all of those things, you are allowed to do that, right? And so reverse engineering your morning and figuring out how much time you want or need to spend on each thing and maybe having a little transition alarm for when it's time to move on to the next thing. If you're in a stage of your life where you need to be out the door at a certain time, just taking the time to figure out what that schedule looks like is a huge payoff in the long run. And then even the night before, prepping for those things that you want to do the night before is such a game changer. So the clarity question you could ask yourself here is, how can I make tomorrow morning even easier? Maybe it's having your coffee pot set to start at the time that you wake up. Maybe it's having your journal out and ready. Maybe it's having your workout clothes out, your work clothes out, deciding what workouts you want to do, having your water set out, your vitamins set out, whatever that looks like for you. And you can implement these one at a time. And in the interest of not having to remember every single thing, every single time, every single day, you might find it really helpful to add that as a recurring task to your to-do list so that you know that when you're taking those five minutes or so the night before to set those things out, that you can go to bed with the peace of mind that everything you've decided that you need is ready. Last but not least, if cooperation from others is something that you need to make your mornings run more smoothly, it is such a blessing and such an upgrade to do that from a place of collaboration and communication. So the thing you can say to that end is to remind each other that this is not you versus me. This is you and me versus the problem. So here's something I can do to make our mornings run more smoothly. What's something you can do? I've been truly pleasantly surprised by her ideas and by the transformation in our morning since we started having those conversations, and I hope it serves you as well. So those are our clarity questions today, which is what is something we'd like to have time to do for ourselves in the morning? And what schedule is going to support that thing? And then number two, how can we make tomorrow morning even easier? So our homework is to add whatever that thing is to our to-do list until we feel like it is just second nature and we don't need that reminder anymore. When I asked myself this question yesterday, it was to get out my hat and gloves and put them in the pile of clothes that I intended to wear on my morning walk, which is where they can stay for future mornings so that I will be comfortable when I go out to enjoy that very favorite piece of my morning routine. 
I really hope this episode served you today and that it helps you have mornings that feel less chaotic and more powerful, peaceful, and productive. So if you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to continue this conversation with us, I would absolutely love it if you would take a quick second to tap to subscribe to the Incremental Upgrade podcast. And if you feel like this episode served you today, then I would be truly, truly grateful for a quick review. If you don't have time to write something, even just tapping those five stars, if you feel I've earned them, makes a huge difference and really makes my day, especially in these early stages of the show. Thank you so much to those of you who have done so already. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you and very excited to see you next week when we're going to be talking about another truly transformational practice when it comes to so much of what we've talked about in the incremental upgrade so far. So when it comes to making time for what matters, de-stressing mornings, being more present with ourselves and with the people we love. And that truly transformational shift for me has been taking an extended break from social media. So if you feel like social media is consuming a little bit more of your mental bandwidth and presence than you would like, then be sure to subscribe so that that episode can pop up for you automatically when it comes out next week. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in today and for just being the kind of person who takes the time to lean into the life that you want. It's something that I find truly inspiring, and I'm so happy to be on this journey together. Thanks again for tuning in today. Bye for now. Thanks again for tuning in today. Did you like this episode? If so, I'd love if you shared it with a friend. You can also subscribe to get new episodes automatically and share your thoughts in a quick review. Before you go, check out the show notes below for links to all the resources we talked about today, including your first human design consult free at jennnger